Hello and welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed and I'm very pleased to say for the first time in what seems like practically most of the F1 season we are quarate in that I am joined not only by Zog Hello but by Richard Porter as well Hello and the three of us were together to watch this fine end to a fine season and to celebrate the fact that we now have a new world champion a round of applause please for Sebastian Vettel Tinged with various emotions. My primary one is that, oh, I do wish Lewis could have done it. That was mine. Zog, yours? Well, yeah, I do wish Lewis could have done it. I really wish Webber could have done it. You know, realistically, it's going to be his last chance to win the championship, and he worked incredibly hard to have the chance of doing it this time. It's a shame he didn't make it. And Richard, your feeling? Uh, Yeah, Hamilton's already got one. And I'm every confidence he'll get another one at some point. Oh, right. Whereas, as Zog said, Weber, you can see it, it's slipping through his fingers now. He's a good bloke, he's yeah. a fighter, yeah. and he had largely a good season with a few notable... I mean, obviously, there was, he had a, a couple of pretty horrendous accidents. The, the Getting airborne in uh, Malaysia, was it? I think it was. And, yeah, and then was over, had, over Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly, <laughs> Air Malaysia. And then he... <laughs> Oh, he had that the other week in Korea, didn't he? Where he, he crunched into the in the mud, and oh, then of horrible. which there was a lot, and then Rosberg clipped him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And so, that could have been what really did him, really moments mm, like yeah. that. And, and one of the reasons why I think one tends to feel so you, you want him to win just that little bit more is that even though I think Red Bull have been trying to let their drivers race, and you know they've been very good about not telling them what to do. Mm. They undoubtedly have favoured Vettel sort of emotionally. You know, you know he's the favoured driver. You know, not necessarily favoured in terms of there being any sort of tactical advantage given to one driver or the other. You know, you can read it in all kinds of things through the season. I just think that they just prefer that, that he's been the favoured son. You know, he's the one who's come up through the Red Bull drivers' program. Yeah. And it sort of maybe took them a little bit of a while. I'm not saying that that's how the whole Red Bull team operates. No. You get the feeling that Weber perhaps hasn't felt as supported by the team as maybe he should have done. And, you know, he's enough of a fighter for that not to matter too much. I know what you mean, but I also you start to get the feeling in the later part of the season that Weber is actually motivated by a kind of righteous anger about things and that sometimes he was almost trying to cause a bit of a hubris to drive himself mm. on. He liked being the underdog. Because, you know, his name on Twitter, if we yeah, can be very yeah. modern about it for a moment, is Aussie Grit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how he styles himself. He is, yeah, he's a point. fighter and he he's, has this dogged determination, but he needs, as Johnny Rotten once said, anger is an energy and he needs that. Mm. I suspect, mm. I could be wrong, but that's my take on it. That Yeah, you're right, Vettel was the favoured son, but actually... That didn't hurt Weber as much as you might imagine. I almost said Weber then. I was getting Weber or German about. <laughs> Do you know what it? I it has think? Brought out a lot of yeah. It's brought out a lot of good things in Weber. So. I think that Vettel's the better driver. Oh yeah. I think oh, the uh, emotional turmoil that any two members of a team go through during a season, especially if you're both in with a chance for the World Championship, is sort of heightened by the intensity of being the promise of being a champion. Start to put English sentences together like Eddie Jordan here. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> and I really think you'll, you'll, you'll that, no, without, you're a great man, but was I asking a question? No. And, and we've got you here for just a moment, so if I could just uh, carry with the question for a little bit longer and maybe... Uh, Gareth, oh, and you've got Gareth to go. come to me. Gareth, you've never spoken on a podcast before, so can I say to you that the thing is, that, I mean, I remember when I was running Jordan, the thing was, oh, we're out of time, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, th- there's always an internecine war between two in a team, 
and that they both feel the pressure and at some point someone has to say something during the season it's happened time and time again you know it happened countless times when anyone was Schumacher's partner it happened for Coulthard and Hill when they were at Williams together it happened at Honda when Button was there it happened at Renault when Trulli was there and even if they are getting the support they still feel they're not getting the support the other guy's getting because the other guy's doing a better job my point is I think Vettel is the better driver he's less likely to make a mistake he leads from the front that's his preferred position and you put him there he will get to the end of the race and I come back to something I said years ago I think that anyone who can win a Grand Prix Monza in the rain in what in fact was practically a Minardi has got to be a fantastic driver and so Vettel deserves celebra- as much it's as to I have think- a cup of coffee brought I think to him yes. by TV's oh. Violet Berlin oh. how fantastic I guess it's time for a coffee break it's a cup of coffee good timing I was almost getting to an Eddie Jordanistic point there, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Almost, but not um, quite. Just girlfriend, time, then. I see fourth member of the team. Are you happy with Vettel being the champion? I'm happy with Alonso not being the champion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Violet, could we ask you that question again, but in the style of Eddie Jordan? <laughs> so, Violet, what do you think? Because I think this, and I'm going to tell you about what I think, and I'm going to tell you it repeatedly, and oh, no, now we've got to end. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Just done the same joke twice, but it's worth saying. <laughs> oh, okay. It was even better the second time. <laughs> and that's a bit where I don't get a word in as well, isn't it? That's that right, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you're so dazzled by the purple trousers that you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you which, feel which about Red Bull, girlfriend? Um, do you have any feelings about Red Bull at all? <laughs> nice logo. That's a fine answer. Sorry, I want to just remind me about the trousers. I'm fine that you weren't wearing trousers. I didn't mean to imply that you had purple trousers that you weren't wearing, because that would be silly, and that's not the case at all. I once did a feature for Evo magazine about the old Ford Focus when it was going out of production, just to say, you know, what a great car it was and how it, it sort of changed family cars forever. But the photographer shot the whole thing using a special experimental infrared film, experimental for him at least, and I was in a couple of the photos, but it made my jeans look bright red. <laughs> and, uh, and and because it was actually the film rather than post production. Oh, sorry. I must fix the hinge on that door. Then I just looked like I had red jeans on in the thing. I don't know why I'm telling you this. This is unrelated to Formula One. But it wasn't that particular kind of red colour of trouser that tends to be only worn by English gentlemen of a certain age. You know, when when you get to about sort of, well, I I think it's 60 or over, you know, and they're almost always corduroy. There's a certain sort of deep red. Zog. Slacks. Slacks. They're slacks. No, 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 they're not slacks, though. They're more of a jean cut. I'll tell you who wears them in pink. And, and wears them every year at the Goodwood Festival of Speed that I've seen. Adrian Hamilton, son of Duncan Hamilton, the oh, famous yeah. Jaguar racer, yeah. who's massively posh and wears tweed jackets, but pairs them with a natty pair of pink jeans. Can and I you... bring us back to this matter of Formula One? Formula One. Well, we just a good trouser chat there. <laughs> a trouser chat. Uh, if you've enjoyed the trouser chat, do uh, seek out on iTunes Gareth Jones on trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Almost inevitably quite soon. Gareth Jones in trousers. <laughs> yeah. Which is the grown-up version of Gareth Jones in short trousers, which was the show before this. <laughs> this has all got exceedingly strange. To Gareth Jones on Trousers, the podcast for pantaloonists. Joining me for another program completely about trousers, Zog. Hello. And Richard Porter from Sniff Trousers. Hello. Richard, the trend at the moment for trousers is to go for this 
trying to... What are they? I mean, they're, they're leggings with a pattern sprayed on them. Is that something that you would do? Oh, I think you're talking about jeggings. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I think they're a little bit garish. I, I saw some the other day. It reminded me quite a lot of... Um, remember the sponsorship they used to have on the old Toro Rosso car in their first season? Richard, can you just talk about trousers, please? This is not a show about cars. <laughs> just try and keep to the subject. Cars, though, that's embarrassing. Zog, Zog, mate. Um, let's see if we can stay on topic here. Sure. Flair, is he wearing a bear today? Would you wear skinny trousers? That's very much what's going on in this season. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, a, I'm kind of a skinny trouser guy. I mean, I've got the flares on today, but that's because I'm not driving. You know, if I, if I was in the car today, I'd be in the skinny leg because, you know, those flares, they do kind of get caught on the pedals a little bit in the footwell, and I do find when I'm, when I'm kind of what getting into that. Can, can you, this is supposed to be a program to me, about yes. trousers, not cars. Talk about trousers, for frick's sake. What? Well, I'm, d- I'm trying to keep it relevant. Keep, keep it, it trouserial, that's all I'm asking. Okay, all right, okay. okay look, start again. Yes, Petrus! We've got a chance! To talk sensibly about Formula One, some hope. Let's just look at the points here. Sebastian Vettel is world champion with 256 points. That does seem a lot with this new 25 points yeah, a does, win. Yeah, does, doesn't it? <laughs> an awful lot. Has anybody actually done the analysis of how the end of the season would have played out with the old point system? Because I'd be really interested to know if there would have been four drivers in it for the yeah. title at this last race with the old point system. I hope someone system. does. I'm very bad at maths, but I hope somebody clever on the internet does it in the I, next few days. I think somebody... I, I did read about this. Who could work, maybe somebody's done it already. So, someone list. has done it already. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently it would have been an even closer season. Really? That they would have been tighter mm. in the pack. Weber would have been tighter to it. Lewis would have still been in it and Button would have been still in it. it so apparently. that means that the new point system doesn't, doesn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, but hey... The drivers work. I've got a theory about the drivers as well. Okay, Vettel beat Alonso by four points. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Weber finished on 242 points. Lewis at 240 points. You know, 16 points away. Yeah. Uh, Button at 214. And Philippe Massa, the forgotten potential champion, at 140. Hang on, so there's Mm. 70 points Mm -hmm. between... Button in fifth and Massa in sixth. That sounds a lot, doesn't wow, it? Yeah. It does sound a lot. Well, again, but it's, it's all two in and a bit this, wins, this new metric it? system of points or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll well, never have in pre-decimal no, points. No, it's the quartic system. 25, <laughs> I think. Quartic. It doesn't quite... It's a 25, 18... Uh, what is it? 18, 50? No. Is it 15 uh, for... Th- seven and three quarters for ninth, or if you finish between ninth eight, and eighth, you get four points, but you can hold them over to the next year. I don't understand That's this. Really as long as you've got Vodafone and you're sort of carrying over from month to Month, yeah. Is that how it works? So yeah, anyone like sponsored by Vodafone, you've got to be in a McLaren. You yeah. can carry it over. I, I genuinely don't understand how they work this out, and I'm wondering whether well, there's two options here. Did they use a very, very uh, complicated, some kind of I don't know algorithm, and use maths to work it out, or did they just essentially? Throw mud at a wall and see what stuck. I don't know. Maybe they just came up with something to fob Bernie off because he couldn't have his medal system. I, that, medal I think there's system. truth in that. I think, yeah, the medal system would be stupid. It's not yeah. about winning. You ask, you know, where's my Jackie Stewart book? Hang on. It's not about winning. I yeah. think it is about winning. What, well, but, but, win- but a medal doesn't really make the win any better He's, or worse. Win- well, it's, it's, winning it's, is not enough. Right, it, it, oh, yeah. it's w- winning and also being consistent and being safe in the process. <laughs> no, but the, but the thing. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> now there's a man who rocks a trouser yeah. in, the, in the tartan style. <laughs> Sorry, we've gone like off again. Nobody else. But no, but, but, but you're right. About the, you know, the medals aren't appropriate for a no, motor no, racing of that. Yes, it's yeah. Yeah, it's like a track and field thing. So in the other championship, because there were actually three world championships going on there 
Did you realise? There was the Drivers' Championship, mm -hmm. there was the Constructors' Championship, yeah. and then what I call the New Teams' Championship. Ah. Well... You will not find this on an official programme, but... Uh... Won by Lotish. Was well, it? Well, it was going to be Virgin at one point until, I think... Was it Glock? Frankly, spun off from an 11th place, he would have finished in, or a 10th place or something. Mm. But mm. Lotus, certainly the, the most consistent performers of the three new teams. Well, and, and it's a shame that they won't... Well, we don't quite know what's going to happen next year yet, but it does look as if they're not going to be able to carry over the Lotus name till next year. Can I, can I advise our listeners? It's a shame, I think. If, mm. you know, I know most of them do already, but if they visit the Sniff Petrol website, there's a very clear indication what's going to happen to Lotus there next year on that. Yeah, I think it may have to go the opposite way. Uh, <laughs> maybe more low tie than we expected. Yeah, it could be <laughs> anything up to 13 or maybe teams. I just made that up, I can't remember. <laughs> You're talking about the new teams. We were talking earlier before we recorded the show about how Red Bull has come along since they bought Jaguar five or six years ago and yep. you know, during those years even though they had Adrian Newey and they're talking about their you know plan their aspirations and where they're going for me it wasn't until this year that they really felt like they're really there yeah, they're a yeah. legitimate yeah. top level yeah. team and in a way it's because, you know, because last year you know they achieved you know so much and they came so close to winning the championship but even so it just doesn't do it you know you don't sort of feel like they're a big team mm. until they've delivered a championship really. but now and, yeah uh, but now they have constructors and drivers and yeah you, um, you can't discuss which of course and what a car you, what a car I really yeah. want to know a lot of the detail about just what Newey did to make that car so good this year and mm. I'm sure it'll be a couple of years before Maybe they'd be comfortable talking about all of the things on there. Yeah. You know, and maybe there'll be mm. a really good article in, I don't know whether it'll be Motorsport magazine in a few years or whatever, but I really want to find out. Well, there's a bloke who has, so a, cool has a sort of car. web blog who you can follow on Twitter as well called Craig Scarborough, who does some brilliant oh, yeah. technical analysis. Yeah. You, you've seen that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, mad props to Craig Scarborough because uh, he does some really good dissection of stuff that happens during the season with modifications to wings and so on. Talking about this sort of the Red Bull working their way up, and obviously the Adrian Newey factor can't be discounted, but then mm. you sort of, if you believe in this, what would you call it? Not Brownian motion, but the way that sort of it does a trickle up and then sometimes you know sometimes teams trickle down Williams are mm -hmm. not not the team they once were but they've managed to say, stem the leak though I'd say for Williams yeah, at the moment yeah, yeah, I mean, contrary to the yeah, well yeah. of course you know the, the, the Hulkenberg's um, mm. poll being a great example of that but they're not the all-conquering team that they once were <laughs> nope. in the Sorry, glory just, days you mentioned Hulkenberg's poll and it, I, <laughs> <laughs> Crikey, we're back I to trousers again I just found that funny um, can we just thank you but, but I was just going to say that the, the thing is then you say okay well, so where now you look where Red Bull were they were sort of solid middle ranking team like mm. Force India are now mm -hmm. yeah. sort of capable of moments of greatness but not quite there, so mm -hmm. then you sort of say, well, are Force India going to be the next, you know, big thing, the next one who's tickling Ferrari and all the big hitters at the top, McLaren and so on? I don't know. Of course, it's all <laughs> very contingent on engine supply and then on who they get to design the cars, but they're certainly in with a shout of making that jump up. And if you wanted to argue the case for Force India being one of those teams that are going to take that step up, they've got a good relationship with McLaren, Mercedes, that's going to give them a strong advantage. They're putting a decent amount of money in and they've got a team boss who appears to be committed and very keen and the kind of personality that can drive a team along, so yeah, maybe. Although I don't think this season in truth, is any different to any of the great seasons that we've enjoyed in Formula 1 for the last, I don't know, 15 years or more. Once again, this was Newey versus Ferrari versus McLaren. If you think about it, when Newey was at McLaren, it made McLaren the big player. Mm. Uh, when Newey was at Williams, it made Williams the big player, and they were winning championships. He's just at Red Bull now. It's another Newey championship. It's almost wrong to call it a Red but Bull, can I think. one man even as clearly a talented designer as Adrian Newey, pull a team together to that extent. Clearly it's a team sport. They've got to deliver on the day and behave as a team and indeed make Newey's extraordinary ideas 
practical because some of the time this is a really noisy shirt I've got on. It is it's a little, yes. I think <laughs> I, I think the way I'd say it is, that, is, that, is that something like Newey, you know, they can't make it happen, but they can absolutely make it possible. Um, yeah, oh, good argument. It, yeah, that's and, and not in the case of Jaguar's period, you know, fail to make it happen. You know, given yeah. all the right components, and then fail to deliver. This Red Bull team, I'd love to know how many people at Red Bull now, or as I prefer to call them, the uh, Scarlet Bovines. How, how many of those? <laughs> are actually the same. Are there any people from the Stuart days left? Because that was a great team. Mm. To do what Stuart did in their, what, three short seasons of existence? Was it even three or was it even two seasons? Mm. Two, um, and, and then what did they get? They got Johnny Herbert three. stuck it in a podium in Monaco. Uh, and Barrichello and got a win, didn't he? Oh, did Johnny got a, 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 a second place, I think, for them as well? We really are the internet's leading source of vague mm. things that we <laughs> haven't <laughs> checked before we start speaking. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I know what you're, you're saying, though. The Stewart team, you know, considering what they, they had, they, they did well. But the young Jaguar, yes, was mm. best. I mean, where they fetched up in Jaguar Australia at the start of the season. Notable for losing <laughs> a very expensive diamond at Monaco off the nose of a car. Oh, no. Uh, Jaguar famous for losing a cubic zirconia and winning a very substantial PR coup. Um, I really? believe, I don't know that's true, but oh, I that, do that, know that one of the people involved in that, and I know that he yeah. is very good at PR. The so. mismanagement of Jaguar was done by three people, as I recall. Nicky Lauda. Did you remember when Nicky Lauda was the team oh, boss yeah. at Jaguar? Mm. Do you remember when Bobby Ray Hall was the manager of, of Jaguar? Have you yeah, I remember that. that? I and, loved having him. And on David board, Pitchforth, great. the Ford guy who was good mm. for sacking everybody, he managed Jaguar for a while. None of them managed to galvanise the team in the mm. way that the combination of Carlin, that's, um, what's his name's team, isn't it? Um, Carlin. Uh, the, the faux Dutchman. Um, uh, Horner. Horner, Christian mm. Horner. What's his race team? Is a three race team. It's Carlin, Carlin isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. 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 So what we're looking at here is sort of a Carlin Newey core to Red Bull. That's who's really won this. It's a combination of Carlin, who know how to go racing, with, I keep wanting to call him uh, Westwood, because he just sounds like Westwood <laughs> to me, at the helm. And Newey giving them the impetus. So you've got that core of an idea, and it's managed well, and then delivered with two sparkling drivers. A gritty, determined Mark Webber, and a truly gifted... Hmm. Vettel. And he's one of those natural gifted drivers, I think, who yeah. deserves to win championships. That's, that's my theory on how they've done it. Did anyone actually ask me for that? No, no but, but we welcomed it anyway. Well, you are the Eddie Jordan of this podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, no, because we welcomed it anyway, so oh, well, fact, that's not strictly. <laughs> <laughs> but you are wearing the white shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, well, there you know, we go. Richard and I are both here in monochrome grey. Yeah, and so I didn't. Well, apart well, from obviously. I thought I'd wear a BBC compatible shirt for this show <laughs> uh, in this colour. Yeah. HD. This is, the, is this the first ever HD episode of Gareth Jones on Speed? No. Let's clear that up. <laughs> Shut down that avenue of nonsense uh, right there. You've got about ten seconds each of you to wrap this up. Let's talk very, very quickly about are we satisfied with this season? What's gonna happen next year? Z? This season in a sound is woo. It's <laughs> doing the day to day. Doing it in a sound. <laughs> Can you uh, sum it up in a word? No, a sound. Um, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the, um, it's, that's where. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. No. I've, 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 I've inadvertently cribbed off the off the day to day. Well, no, it's <laughs> a good thing to crib off. Richard, has the season been good? Yes, it's been a great season. Absolutely enjoyed it enormously, and it's great that it went down to the final race as well, mm, which yeah. keeps things interesting. And what will next year be like? I, I don't know. Lots of variables. Lots of things we don't even know about yet. You know, drivers. Will be, yeah. New track drivers moving around a bit. 
probably in the off season as they always do, and of course new tyres. So mm. it's everything's uh, uh, well, not everything, lots of things up in the air. Great, we like it like that. I, I, and the rumour about uh, Weber going to Ferrari isn't happening by the looks. He of said it, he's so staying well. today, he did, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, mm. But hey, for me, the season isn't over. It just moves into a different phase. It's all that period of speculation and testing times and young testing drivers yeah, having a I go. Like all that. Oh, it's I good, do isn't too. It? It's, it's very nerdy, but I like all that. Yeah, well, it's it's, ticking, if you like nerdy, you've come to the right place, and we'll be nerding throughout the winter. The F1 season may be over, but uh, the F1 chat on Gareth Jones on Speed certainly isn't. Yeah. Uh, and also for my mate Tom, who says, oh, I don't like really talk about Formula 1 because he's not interested, but he loves cars. Uh, we'll talk about some road cars next time. Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got a trip to Rome, I did. I've got some video that will happen, and then we'll talk about some of the sparkling new cars soon. But we're going to leave you with the anthem of the new world champion, Sebastian Vettel. We applaud him. It is it. Milton Keynes, let's rock. (laughs) (laughs) Sebastian Vettel is world champion because he won in Abu Dhabi. On the radio, he was emotional. What you expect, he's only 13. He was everyone's third favourite title hope. To send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site or follow us on Twitter, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Gareth Jones on Speed!